0: You know, the culture is actually damn good.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all This is the Square.
2: <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. North of South
1: America, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been
0: drinking? It hey, was a good show, huh?
2: During the workday, when
1: you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey. hey! 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 How you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters.
2: Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Saviour! All right, theSportsJourney.com radio network. Back on the air. Welcome to the show, everybody. Bob Matthews here with you. Delighted that you're joining us on a Tuesday as the boys in Ashburn have the day off. Because of that, we've got a special treat for you in just a few minutes if you're tuning in for it. We're going to talk a little hockey, and we are going to hear from one of the Caps' new additions, the king himself, Henrik Lundqvist. Most likely the new backup, Netminder, the guy who will be the insurance policy for Ilya Samsonov next year. It's going to join us. We're going to hear a little bit of what he said in his first meeting with reporters just a few days ago. Since we haven't had a chance to run that down yet, we figured we would take the opportunity today. However, before we get to that the all 22 tape is in we have watched it versus the rams it ain't pretty but we gotta go through it so the opening thoughts on the tape my opening thoughts are that game was downright pathetic i'm not kidding you talk about a complete system failure. You thought it was bad watching it in real time? It was even worse. Once you went back and watched the film, I mean really, really bad, and specifically on the offense. And that's saying something considering the fact that Landon Collins got burnt on the Robert Woods touchdown because he was out of position and took a bad angle on that the the uh, week five stock report is is out on sportsjourney.com. I, I would appreciate it if you went and checked it out and gave it a share. Uh, get our numbers up there and you might actually enjoy it as well. I got to be honest with you though, it was that was a chore to come up with the three players whose stock was going up after after that performance of course one of them is alex smith and you can understand why just just getting out there but the entire offensive line needs to be replaced maybe even including morgan moses i mean i understand that brandon sheriff is out i understand that they had to trade trent williams i mean i get it i think they should have worked harder to try and repair the relationship but if it just – I'll give the club the benefit of the doubt that it just wasn't possible to repair that relationship with Trent. Okay, fine. You got to replace him with somebody that's at least competent. And I, you can't do anything about Brandon Sheriff getting injured, obviously. I mean, injuries are going to happen. You got to have somebody – that can at least be a decent fill in. The Rams have a good defensive front. Yes, I get that. But this is not the fearsome foursome out there. Aaron Donald is perhaps the best defensive lineman in the game today, but he's not lining up alongside Deacon Jones, Berlin Olsen, Lamar Lundy and company. Okay. And Rosie Greer can't forget Rosie Greer. That sure as hell is what the Rams' defensive line looked like on Sunday. It's not so much that Jeron Christian and Wes Martin were getting beat. They were getting manhandled. One of Aaron Donald sacks, he literally pushed Wes Martin right into Alex Smith. I mean, just bullet, just pushed him, bullied his way into the backfield and through Wes Martin into Alex Smith. And, you know, I get that, you know, our, our good friend Robbie Duncan says that up until this week, you know, Jerron Christian has done a, a fairly credible job um, in pass protection and stuff. I know Robbie knows more than I do because he actually played division one college football and I, you know, was, only technically on the football team, to a small private school in Mobile, Alabama, but which we've gone into many times before. But it sure doesn't look like Jaron Christian. It really it looks like he's afraid of contact as a left tackle. Too many times, I see him get shoved back into the into the pocket near the quarterback. A, a clean pocket is something I don't think either Smith or Kyle Allen had more than a half dozen times all day I think there's a reason that Scott Turner is calling all these short routes and that's because I don't I think he knows that that this line isn't giving the quarterback time to actually you know complete a a a play with a seven-step drop in it I mean those guys are getting pushed all over the field saw bad technique over and over and over again from all of them, you know, and that includes Morgan, Morgan Moses at times, Wes Schweitzer, I was watching and, and more than a couple of times I said, Hey, how about standing up just a little bit straighter and making it even easier for the Rams? Chase Rie was obviously hurting out there or it sure looked like he was. And again, Martin and Christian, I mean, at this point, put in Keith Ishmael and Sadiq Charles. Let's just see. I mean, they, I seriously don't see how they can do any worse. And I'll I'll be interested to see who works with the ones that practice on the offensive line. If it's not time to start, you know, shuffling things and trying some new things, I don't know when it is. I really, really don't. Because these guys just got manhandled. And now I know the schedule opens up, allegedly, these next few weeks. You know, the Giants are an even bigger grease fire, I think, than Washington is. But at some point, you're going to be playing some tough teams again. And the line needs a, a serious rebuild. It's sad to say because of the traditional history, I know, that the organization has. But, boy, watching that. The other day, watching that on Sunday, long gone, you know. I mean, the the days of the Hogs are long, long gone. So, it is what it is, and I guess we'll see what, if anything, coaching staff does about it here this week. But I really hope we see some different starters on the offensive line Sunday in New York. (music) All right, now for a little bit of hockey talk. Yep, we're going on the ice. Capitals make a big free agent signing, one that was not unexpected. Nevertheless, the king has arrived. King Henrik himself, Henrik Lundqvist, is the Caps' new netminder to back up uh, 23-year-old Ilya Samsonov coming up. This season, whenever that starts, probably sometime around the first of the year. Braden Holtby now has unfortunately left signing a two-year free agent deal with the Vancouver Canucks, but the sign of Lundqvist here, not bad, not bad at all. If you're going to have a veteran netminder, you could do a hell of a lot worse than Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah, he's a little bit older; he's going to be 38 during the next season. But you look at his career stats, uh, really, really good. He's a Vesnia Trophy winner. Uh, granted, that was back in 2011. And as I said, you know, he is now 37, going to be 38 years old. So I don't think he has that many years left in the net. But he's still productive, even last year. Um, While he was 10, 12, and 3, he had a a goals against average of just 3.16. Now, ideally, you'd like it to be under 3, but for a guy that's 37 years old, not bad. As recently as the uh, 2017-18 season, he had a a goals against average under 3, 2.98. And again, he's a guy that you're going to ask to play about as many games as he did last year you know he's somebody that you want to play 25 26 games a year to give Samson off some time off not to mention the fact that he's a guy that's got postseason experience and if anything goes sideways with Samson off next year again you could do a lot worse than putting Lundqvist in the pipes especially when you consider the fact that you are expecting, we are all expecting the Capitals once again next year to be an offensive juggernaut. I mean, that's, that's where it's at is this is a high-powered offense. It's an offense that's going to score a lot of goals. So you might be able to get away with somebody, with a goalie that's, uh, you know, again, whose GAA is, is a little north of three. We talked to Henrik Lundqvist last week, and I want to bring you some of that now first asking him uh, why the caps and he said it was because for him uh, Washington was just a perfect fit right now
0: well I, I think um, for a few weeks now i um, been doing my homework on all different scenarios and and uh, options for me um, and uh, I have to say capital state they check every box uh, when it comes to a team that understands, uh, winning, uh, great coaching staff, um, you know, an opportunity to play some games. Uh, I think those were the, the main factors for me, but there's, there's so many things that goes into this decision for me and, but starting with, you know, chance to win. I think at this point in my career, uh, that's the most important thing. You know, I want to have a chance to win and uh, I know a few guys on the team. I played against a lot of the guys for so many years. I have the most respect for them, uh, and I'm just very excited and and grateful uh, actually to 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 join them. And um, yeah, I'm 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 been skating for a few weeks now, and I'm I'm just really excited to uh, take on this new challenge.
2: Always good to hear. Like to hear that from a guy, He, you know, he knows who he is at this point. He knows where he fits in the scope of things. And at this point, I think you've got a multiple-time all-star goalie who is chasing a ring. And I don't know that the window is open quite as much as it was a couple of years ago, but it's still open. The Capitals still have a chance to make a deep run in the playoffs next year and have a chance at another cup. And that is part of, I think, why Lundquist wanted to come here. He said there was just something about Washington that just totally made sense. I don't know.
0: It's just some a feeling when 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 you come to Washington, and I think it starts from the top, from the owner and down, how they treat the players, uh, the city, the fans playing in that building. There's always uh, excitement there to come and play in Washington, and maybe part of because we played. You know, against each other in the playoffs for for many years, but uh, the, the way they operate, you know, like I said, from top to bottom, um, and uh, and I also always loved coming to to Washington as a city. I think it's a beautiful city, and um, I, and I think in this decision, there were so many different things that added up to. You know, it made sense for me and my family to to, to make this move. Uh, but early on, I talked about the importance of having a team that can win. That that's, that's where it all starts for me in this decision.
2: Yeah, see, chasing a ring. That's what he wants to do. And when you get a guy like that on a roster like this, it would not surprise me to see him kind of outperform his stats from the last couple of years. Certainly the win-loss. Record will be a lot better. A lot of years of playing against Ovi, uh, everybody remembers that that you know that brutal series where the Caps lost Game Seven against the Rangers in the playoffs. And we asked Henrik about uh, playing with Ovi now instead of against him, which he's pretty excited about.
0: No, it, it's kind of crazy. uh Like you just said, it's been so many years of battles, and and I have so much respect for him for what he's accomplished. Um, He's one of the toughest players to stop. There's there's no way around it. You look at his record, it speaks for itself. And it's been so much fun, too, to go up against him for so many years. Um, It was funny to call him the the other day. And, and, um, you know, he's been so fun to to play against because how good he is. But he's also a character on the ice. So I look forward to now be on the same team and the one thing I told him, though, is I, I won't do any one-time drills with him. because His shot is just way too hard, so I already put myself out of that one. But, um, you know, they have so many skilled players. Uh, but obviously, Ovi, with with all the years playing against him, I, I definitely look forward to, to be on the same side now.
2: And finally, uh, some of the New York media asked him, um, if he was, uh, you know, if there was any bitterness or anything leaving New York, he said, nope, it's all good when it comes to his time in the
0: garden. You know what? Um, in the springtime, it, it was, uh, a pretty tough time for me. I, I kind of saw where this was going a little bit. So I had time to, to reflect and, and, and think about a lot of different things and, I reached a level of so much gratitude towards the Rangers. And, and, and honestly, I, I feel like gratitude is the best feeling you, you can ever have. And I appreciate everything they've done for me over the 15 years I've been there. And, and um, you know, they were ready to make a few moves and take the next step in their rebuild and, and moving on. And uh, um, I had my time to deal with that mentally because this was a big thing. Uh, I'm not going to lie, it, it was a really big thing for me to, to um, um, you know, say goodbye, because it was such a, a, a long relationship, um, so when, when this happened last week, I was in a really good place, because I had time to, to work on that, and, and it also made it um, easier for me to, to really uh, take in all the love and support i felt during last week and and i was kind of blown away with all the support i felt um and i also felt ready for the next step because i realized how much i love the game how much i love to compete and then looking at the different options i've had and and looking at uh, washington and how excited i got thinking about you know going to washington Um you know Obviously, it's been a pretty emotional week, but it's uh, exciting times ahead here. So, um, yeah, that's where we're at.
2: And big props to Brian McClellan for making that happen. Losing a guy like Braden Holtby, and obviously not only was it inevitable, but it's just the natural progression of things. I mean, you win a cup, you take that picture on the ice – with everybody, with the cup and everything. And you know, taking that, that's the reason you take that picture. You want to freeze that moment in time because you know, no matter what, it's not going to be the same roster the following season. It's just not. So, but losing a guy like Holtby, who was part of that core and, and kind of the heart and soul of it, I mean, goalie, goalies always are. I mean, you're not going to win the cup without a hot goalie. And for what he's meant to the organization for so long, there's always going to be a hole that's got to be, you know, that's got to be filled. Emotionally, I think for the players, having a guy like Henrik Lundqvist come in says, okay, yeah, you know, it, it unfortunately is time to move on, but it is. Time waits for no man. But here, we're showing you right here and right now that we believe in the group that's, that's coming back next year, but we can make another run and take another picture with the cup. And that's why we signed this guy, because we're dead serious about it. going to be exciting, hopefully, COVID willing. Uh, the 2021 season will start in 21, sometime around the first of the year. All right, making the clock on the wall say we got to get out of here. Remember, you can follow us on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, wherever. Fine podcasts are sold. sold. Go check out the Week 5 Stock Report for the Washington football team. We will talk to you again tomorrow. Remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, do wear white.